0: Welcome to episode 172, Grace to You and Peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I want to get back into Romans 6, the Justified by Faith, but before I get in, if you're just tuning in, if you've listened to the last couple episodes and you wonder why I always start with Grace to You, it's because the Apostle Paul started just about every one of his letters with that, salutation, I guess is the word. This is a an adjustment as I'm doing these podcasts, as I'm growing, as I'm learning. There's things that I, I want. Consistency is the key, I think, in the Christian walk. And there's things that I'm going to do on every episode. I'm going to welcome you. I'm going to say grace. And I'm going to say at the end of every episode, I'm going to pray. So you got that. You know that's going to be the standard. You know I'm going to have the intro guy talking about the Word of God. This whole thing journey, if you will, is just to help you get into the Word of God and just to show you an imperfect person, which is myself, following after a perfect example. You're our Savior, Jesus Christ. And so we are going to go, it's okay to make mistakes. I do it all the time. God hasn't smited me down. He's not upset. He's not mad. In fact, God, if you think God is mad, you just need to get back into the Word of God. Because God loves you. You are God's favorite. If God had a refrigerator in heaven, your picture would be all over it. The apple of God's eye is you. I'm telling you, God is the perfect Father, and He loves you. He is so excited to see you get up in the morning. He's fired up to see what you're going to do. And I'm telling you, Father God loves you. And the second thing that I want you to know is He's not mad. God is not mad at you. He put all His anger all of his indignation, for a good fancy pants word, he put everything on Jesus at the cross. He put it all on his son so that he could get a relationship back with you and I. There was no way. We were separated from him. This is the justification. We had a big canyon like the Grand Canyon. If you can think of the Grand Canyon times about 100, that's how far we were separated. And It didn't matter how far you could jump. You still, there's no way you're going to be able to jump from one side, from hell island to heaven island. You could not do it by your own effort. You could not do it by your own works. It had to be through God and God sent his son and Jesus came and he died for us. That is incredible. The third thing that I want you to know, and I, it's been a while since I've said that. That's why I'm saying it again, is that Jesus is one day closer to returning today than he was yesterday and i just want you to understand that time is of the essence that we are in this thing to try to help other people find what you have i mean that is our whole modus operandi here is get in the word of god if you have found jesus if you declared him lord of your life then get in the word because faith comes by hearing hearing by the word of god so we're to we're to build our faith up Because the just, the justified shall live by faith. We have got to get in the Bible to grow our faith. There's just no other way around it. As I read the Bible, we have got to get in the Bible to grow our faith. If you want to know the truth, there's so many lies, and Satan is so good at what he does. He's a punk, but he lies to us all the time. He's a deceiver. He has absolutely no power over you or I. The only power that he has is the power that you give him. And I'm telling you, he's good at what he does. He deceives you. He puts stupid crap on the TV or on the radio or in front of you or whatever on the interwebs. He puts it out there and he just tries to draw you in. It's called bait. Have you ever seen clickbait on the internet? Then he puts, he is the king of clickbait and it's not clickbait, but temptation bait. And he tempts you all the time. He knows your soft spots. He knows what makes you turn your head. You know, some people are hung up on pornography. Some people are hung up on lying. Some people are hung up on anger. Some He knows our soft spots. When I get on the road, it's, it's like it's a different person. And I'm telling you, it, it's amazing how he can just, with a tweak, he can just get one of his imps to have someone pull across the front of me or make me slam on the brakes. And I am in a different state. I am in a different world. Almost instantly I go to my, and it's not road rage. I don't pull out my gun and start firing people, but boy, I tell you, I go from being calm and peaceful to angry and indignant. And I'm telling you, it is Satan He knows the buttons to push. And what we've got to learn to do is die to self. This is where you get on in um, Romans 12, 1, where Paul says, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, present yourself a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which is your reasonable service. And I think that just transitions into where I want to take us. I have not been blessed with a lightning fast mind, but I do once I get it, I kind of have it while I'm doing these podcasts. I was thinking, you know, I just need to bring something new all the time. I need to give you something new in my quest for bringing new material. I forget about some of the old stuff that I've talked about and I'll mention it occasionally, but this is a perfect example. I talk about three different enemies constantly in the flesh, the world and the punk but when we're talking about this justification, this justified by faith, and we look at what we read in the previous episode, we read Romans six, and we're getting it, gonna get into Romans seven and eight book of Romans lately. I'm wanna encourage you to go back and start reading Romans with the idea that we are battling flesh, that our flesh, our, our soul, our mind, will, and emotion is fighting against this body. And I'm not just talking about your skin and bones. I am talking about our carnal response to this world, our five senses. This is what we're battling. We, when we're hungry, our mouth, our taste wants to fight to get something in our mouth. You know, when you wake up in the morning, your eyes open and you start seeing things. I mean, we are constantly using our five senses. So there's absolutely no way we can turn our carnal being off and without our carnal being to be absent of the body is to be present with the lord so we are here in our body our body serves a purpose apostle peter called it our his tent he said he was going to put off his tent it is fills a purpose it fills a need but i just want you to understand when we get into this romans that there's absolutely no way your tent your body is ever going to be redeemed. It has to die, or it has to be changed in the twinkling of an eye as on rapture. But you are not going to take your body into heaven. Now, when your soul, your mind, will, and emotion, and your spirit man, when your body dies, to be absent with the body is to be present with the Lord. That is scriptural. So as soon as you die, and I don't think heaven is like 50 million light years away I think there's a fourth dimension and this is just Gregology and but I think you can back it up with scripture but I just want you to be able to picture you know the third dimension three-dimensional is all the carnal is what we have in our world we got height width and length and I've got to put a disclaimer I'm no physicist and I'm no scientist so I may be just chopping this up but there we we live in a three-dimensional world but there's another dimension, and we, I call it the spirit realm, but I think it is right by us. I think our, the spirit realm is colliding with this physical realm, and that's the kingdom of God, and that's the thing that God is talking about coming to earth. And it, if you can imagine it overlapping On the physical world and the spiritual world, where it overlaps is where you are. The kingdom of God is inside of you, and you bring that kingdom. And when it says the kingdom suffers violence and the violent take it by force— I wasn't prepared to talk about this, but I, this is where we're at. Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist. But he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. I believe the kingdom of heaven is inside of you when you start walking this walk out, you're going to make people upset and it's amazing to me that most of the people you're going to make upset are good christian folk and they're like you got it all you're all screwed up you don't know what you're talking about or you're that you're just this word of faith guy or and they start labeling you start putting you in a box and they can't see that they're fighting for the other guy I mean, we need to lock arms regardless if we got this all figured out, because I'm telling you, there's no way. Maybe 60%. Some people say the best anybody's ever had is 80%, but I'm telling you, even if we got 50 or 60% understanding of this Word of God, We need to keep moving forward and we need to keep asking the Holy Spirit, hey, help us with this. Hey, lead us, guide us, direct us, be that lamp unto our feet and be that light unto our path. But we've got to get moving. Fear is destroyed with movement. And I can honestly tell you, I have no idea why I'm talking about this, but one of you that's listening and maybe all of you and maybe me needs to hear this, that we are walking around with the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead living on the inside of us. We have that power. And I think Jesus and God is going to wipe away our tears in heaven because we're going to figure out, we're going to see all the plans that God had for us and had for us to do. And the reason that I'm here and the, what I'm trying to do is motivate you to dig in this word and to figure out why God made you and to not, if the fear of man is a snare and we don't have to act the fool and we don't have to look like an idiot While we walk through this world, we need to love God and we need to love people. But in order to love God, you got to show God, hey, I'm going to give you some of my time or a lot of my time. We can't just be dating God. We got to be married to God. And God said in his word that if you don't love him more than your wife, more than your kids, more than your mom and dad, I mean, he wasn't saying that you couldn't love them. He was just making a comparison that you have to just go all in on this kingdom of God, on we are God's kids and we are here to fight for his kingdom. We are building God's kingdom. We're not building yours and my kingdom. We are getting after this for the glory of God. Well, I just looked at my clock and I'm telling you, this is absolutely nothing like I want. I'm probably going to have to call this something else, but I want to pray. God, I thank you so much for the passion that you've given me to get in your word. And I pray in Jesus' name that you would give this person listening the same passion, the same desire, the same need to be in your word. Holy Spirit, I pray in Jesus' name that you would help this person see that we are in a battle, and it's for the souls of men. God, I thank you. We love you, and we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for being a part of this, and I look forward to visiting with you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.